The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Welcome back to Black Tea, the podcast, your favorite black affirming, queer affirming podcast with your host, Justice On Demand. And for all of you girls out there wondering, hmm, Justice, I'd love to go there. How do you spell soiree? (laughs) (laughs) The King D. Carter. Okay, well, bitch, elaborate on your (laughs) (laughs) life. And the one and only Jay McCole. Fill out the damn job application. For information, culture, and black business highlights. It's Black Tea the Podcast. What it do? What it do? It's late. That's what it do. It's getting late. Why we gotta be here? Good morning. Hello. I always say good morning. Can you hear me, boo? You didn't say good morning to me. I was talking to Vanessa because she just popped on the call if you were paying attention. We're just waiting on D. Oh, hey, Vanessa, girl. No, I was not paying attention. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfect. You sound really good. How cold is it up there right now? Mm, not that cold. Yeah, but well, it's not that. Outside. It's raining, though. Ugh. So that's that's one thing I do not fucking miss is that weather and 70. <laughs> not 70. Highway 70 is not 70. that bad. It's not that bad. Se- 70 drives me up a fucking wall. Dude, it's all, not the drivers, but I just feel like there's always something going on. The lanes are too narrow for me. No, they, now, that means you can't drive. The lanes are too narrow on 270 now. I don't like 270 anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I see that they they keep like redoing it every year. That's all y'all tax money. I realize I always want to put some relationship shit in the check in when I want to be petty, and I oh, need to grow out of that shit. It. That's what you're doing. You feel like yeah, because I feel like because you know I I've chosen this year to not argue. Like even if a person pisses me off, like I just choose not to engage. And so sometimes I'll be. You know, when I be uh, typing out the show, I'll be like, I wonder what these motherfuckers think of this shit. Because I oh, feel man, like sometimes... On three-way. Well, I feel like sometimes y'all rein me in, but... <sighs> Let me check my Jack messages. The Lord Jesus. We have nothing else to do, chat. I need to get off this stuff. All right, now, D... All right, y'all ready? Yeah. All right, let me pull up my notes. Everybody get their last coughs out. Talking to myself. If my throat, I'll choke if I want to. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You a stupid ass bitch. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Black Tea, the podcast. It is your host, Justice On Demand. I'm here with Jarrell. D is running a little bit late, but we have a special guest here. 
our very own diva of the Grove, Miss Vanessa Frost. Say hi to everybody, Vanessa. Ew. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm yes. excited to have you here. Um, I feel like um, having you as our first Black business guest highlight for 2022 is so fitting. So I'm excited to have you. And hopefully Dee will be able to join us soon so that we can have a full conversation with you. All right, y'all. So let's get into the check-in. All right. So let's talk about relationships. Um, So recently I was dealing with a situation where the person that I was talking to or dating or whatever you want to call it was really good friends with their ex. And so the question for the check-in for today is, is it okay for your significant other to be good friends with their ex who wants to start um i guess i will okay i mean being being on the lgbt community we all know like everybody tries to be everybody's friend mm. like everybody wants to be in everyone's face so i mean my to my knowledge i know what it gives and it's a no for me it's a, is it like a it's hard a no or is it like a, y'all can it's be? A, it's a hell no. <laughs> Vanessa <laughs> said, fuck nah. <laughs> I feel like my own girlfriends right now. Oh, hell no. Like, that, that, <laughs> that sort of no. Um, and I say no mainly because it's just like, okay, say for instance, you and your ex are, you know what I'm saying, good friends, quote unquote. Y'all decide to go out to the club, right? Y'all get right. intoxicated. Y'all know each other. Y'all know how y'all work, especially when y'all are intoxicated. Now, let's say for instance you can't get back home or your uber app's not working whatever you spend the night at you know what i'm saying his place mm-hmm. y'all get handsy because you know when people are drunk we get lovey-dovey we get needy whatever mm-hmm. so yeah what's to stop you from indulging in old bowls of fruit that you threw out yeah, I it's oh I couldn't even imagine that situation. Jarrell, what do you think? Do you like are you okay with your significant other being friends with their exes or no? Um, no. <laughs> I personally not am okay with that. Um I also get really turned off when um my significant other like brings up their ex or like especially like when I meet somebody new and like we're getting to know each other and they're at, freshly out of a relationship and they want to vent about their past relationships or they're like mm-hmm. still involved mentally in their last relationship I don't think you're ready to move on with somebody different and so by you having that person still in your life how are you moving on from that previous situation when you're mm-hmm. still living it like you still mm-hmm. have involvement you still have attachment you still have engagement and you know at the end of the day if you call that person and you ask them for whatever you want they'll give it to you and so for me it's a hard no it's a hard pass no thank you no ma'am no ham no turkey no cheese come on no turkey no ham i feel like that sounds like an entanglement setup and that's how jada got <laughs> set up with like august alcina because wasn't he trying to be friends with like the whole family and stuff was he i think that was the gig is that he was friends with the whole family and then they started messing around yeah that was all right to me well i'll answer the question too um i feel like for me it's kind of like a mixed situation because i do have one ex that i'm still really really good friends with but we dated when we were like kids um yeah i think i was 17 or 18 when i met this man and i'm 30 now and our relationship was so short that we ended up just becoming friends um so that situation is okay but 
it's a it's a no go on the being friends with your ex unless there's like that one extreme situation, which I guess happens sometimes. So are you a person who like are you guys people who like you don't even want to talk about the ex? Not really. Uh, I don't care. I mean, you. I mean, for me, it's I would like to talk about the ex because I kind of want to see where your mental space is because like a lot, nine times out of ten, when you try and just ex the ex out of your life completely, mm-hmm. um, when you are trying to like get into a relationship with somebody, you don't know what what happened, and mm-hmm. a lot of the times, and some of the time, it could be the person that you're with that messed up that particular relationship. Mm. So you never know, you know, what you're saying no to. You could be, you know, pushing away some red flags that you may need to look into. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not to mention, you may not know who the ex even is. So I need to know name. I need to know what he looks like. <laughs> okay, cute. So if I see the so heifer around me or around you, you know, or they try to be in my face or something like that, I know the reason why. Girl, stop sitting around my relationship. You know, he says, yeah, I need to know what kind of car he drive just in case. Because if I see that black Jeep sitting out your house, outside your house one more time, we got a problem. No, I'm and see, I that's where I don't want to talk about like the exes and stuff like that because I am a little crazy and I am a little possessive, and I know how I get when I get in my in my ways, and I just don't want to be taken there. So I rather just not deal with it. Like you can tell me your past traumas, you can tell me your love language, you can tell me like situations that hurt you i'm all about that but mm-hmm. like i said i'm not i just don't want to talk about your ex <laughs> like, i get I it i get it, it. <laughs> well y'all i want to wrap up the check-in segment but i had another question um because my love my phone device over here is just going off so i was wondering do you guys use dating apps or have you used dating apps in the past this is a setup it's 2022 so yes or no because some yeah. people don't i know some people that don't they lying. <laughs> Vanessa, do you do dating apps? Well, I will say this. Um, <laughs> back in my back in my heyday, my early twenties, okay. you know, before I got involved in all of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I did use the dating apps. Like I was, I was young, trans, and beautiful. You know, I mean, Gorgeous. I didn't necessarily need them. You know, mm-hmm. but. I was just like, well, let me see what's on here. Let me what's going on here because yeah, I was so catalog. ready to see it's what the out. world had to offer. Right, it was like a catalog, precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I've used the tenders, the POS, the hell, I've been on Jack, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things that you grow out of. I grew out of that at like twenty four, twenty four. I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of feel like, um, I, I guess it depends on what the motivation is behind it. And sometimes I think any motivation is okay. Um, and the reason why this question kind of popped up in my head is I was knowing a person who I met on, I think we might have met on like Facebook dating or, or Tinder or something like that. One of the quote, respectable apps. Um, and we ended up getting to know each other a little bit and um, we stopped talking and so I, you know, was still online or whatever, and I ended up creating a Jack page for all of our straight listeners. The one person out there, Jack, is a gay dating app um, that we use to connect with like-minded people. And I just remember it wasn't an issue that I was on a dating app, but it was an issue that I was on Jack in particular. 
And he was like, you on a hookup app and da da da. And I'm like, bro, like we met on a dating app. And so it, I just thought it was weird that people will do dating apps or be on there. And then like it's a different, you know, standard for each app as if it's not me who gets to choose how I act. Like it's the app who gets to choose how I act. Yeah. It's like so. those people, very close minded individuals. Yeah. Um, my thing is with the whole dating app situation is that, especially as a career individual, there is not a lot of safe spaces for us to connect in person. And so we have to get creative when we have to meet people. And I think, you know, our dating apps or hookup apps or whatever, um, they were intended for us to, um, connect in, in a space for us to feel safe. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, I do find myself, like, deleting those apps, like, for six months at a time, or I go a year without, yeah. you know, without being on them. And then I get curious. I want to know who's the new gay that just moved in town, or, like, who's in my area who I haven't seen, because I don't hang out at the gay bars that often. So it's mm-hmm. not like I get to see my community every single day, you know? So I have to connect with my people somehow, you know? Hey. Well, y'all, that was the check-in. Thanks for joining us for that segment. I don't know what's going on. Why are you trying to create an account? I'm not trying to create an account. Okay. I'm signing in. Okay, we're about to, um, so we just did two segments. We're about to just close, and I'm going to start another link, and then we can all hop back on, and then we still have the, all right, y'all, he's been trying to jump on for like 10 minutes. So I'm about to go ahead and exit out and just be looking in that group for the next link, okay? It's going to take me like two minutes. All right. All right. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Black Tita Podcast. It's your host, Justice On Demand. I'm here with D. Jarrell and our special guest, Vanessa Frost. It's time for the social media check-in, and we're going to do something a little different this time. Vanessa and D are going to comment on the social media check-in. So y'all going to get started. Ooh. <laughs> All right, you so, that baby. I'll follow okay um so the first t on the docket is uh the icon t.s medicine land her own tv show on fox soul um and i believe she's the first transgender woman to have her own show on fox soul um and then she's also the executive producer as well so i think that's nice. a really big thing for women of color especially um, I think she did really well. She did really well with her reality show, but I feel like this is more her lane because it's more like a, a variety show. Show, so she's able to, you know, interact with people outside of her actual circle or her actual team. So I think it's really, really big. Um, so congrats to T.S. Madison. Um, the next thing on the docket is Kanye and Kim are both publicly dating. Do y'all feel like it's too soon for them to be publicly dating since they're still like going through a, like a divorce? Hmm. Yes, I feel like it's very confusing for the public. I mean, think about it like, Lord, when Jay and Beyonce did their little thing or whatever, like everything was pretty much kept private. Like everything yeah. with him and Kanye is so public and so different from the, the Jay Z and Beyonce spectrum. Honestly, like they should just like keep their SHIC to themselves for a while and date exclusively, like privately, like out of the public. Mm-hmm. Um, to where, you know, they can get back acclimated with each other and build a, a better bond that way so things aren't so wonky between them. 
Yeah, and I, then, like- I mean, for me, I, I'm sorry. I'm a, I, I guess I'm a little shallow in a sense because I feel like Pete Davidson ain't got shit on Kanye West and <laughs> Julia Fox damn sure ain't got shit on Kim. And the fact that Kanye is like dressing her very Kim Kardashian-esque is like mm. very weird to me. I'm like, girl, she would never be Kim, but go ahead. But yeah, Whoa. I just feel like Libras, y'all are... They're both Libras and they're both trying to make sure like, oh, you... <laughs> You ain't you ain't fucking with my, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like both of them kind of weird, but I also feel like it's probably weird for their <laughs> kids right now to be seeing their mom and their dad like jumping in and out of relationships on national television every two weeks. So, hmm, that's how they I feel about to stop it. Stop acting like they're sixteen. I mean, the, sh- the Kardashians have been in the limelight for well, how many seasons it has keeping up with the Kardashians? Got like twenty seasons. Sixteen, yeah, sixteen yeah. or something like that. Like they've been on TV forever, and their dating history has not been clean. So I wouldn't expect anything different between. I mean, Kim it's, just, it's just more. I mean, it's West. just more so with Kanye West. It's kind of like. Bro, like you're literally like mimicking or like trying to like remake Kim, and it's just not a good look overall. I don't know how many times I gotta tell y'all that I'm gonna cut that out. Yeah, let's cut that out. Let's edit that out. That's fine. I mean, you can keep it in there. I can get canceled. Yeah, they're gonna cancel you for making fun of mental health. I'm not making fun of mental health. (laughs) The man needs to take his medicine. He is bipolar. He does not take his medicine. And every time you can tell when every time he has a messy public episode or a PR mm-hmm. scandal, it comes in phases when he does not take his medicine. And yeah. it played out in his marriage with Kim Kardashian. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just speaking facts. The man is probably honest. not taking his medicine right now. He's probably having an episode. So did anybody know who Julia Fox was before this? No. 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 So I feel like it's a social climb. And on her end or it's a Kanye good social climb, uh, definitely hurting you. Like, yeah, because it's like, bitch, who are you? Right. Um, but right. enough about them. Um, I've been noticing like a lot of people on social media, of course, Black Twitter, um, has been like, you know, talking about shit about Britney Spears, mm-hmm. and they're saying, oh, well, she should be locked up again, blah blah blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how can y'all police this? You know, this grown ass lady. Now, is some of her posts a little awkward? Yes. Um, Are you talking about from her social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I don't really like some of her posts. Um, I think they're a little cringy sometimes, and I think that she's off, you know, a good bag every now and then. But, <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like, let the lady live, child. She's, she's yeah. paved the way for a lot of people. Um, she's well over what I think she's like almost 40, right? She is, she is yeah. 40, and uh, her sister is 30. Okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So no, like, I think, um, that she's super weird on social media, to be quite honest, is. and I think she but always looks like, very strange, being, but that's her business. Like <laughs> well, not really locked up, but like being under somebody else's control for that many years. Bitch, you gonna bust out and do anything and everything that you've been wanting to do. I want her to stop wearing that black eyeliner, but you know, that's neither <laughs> oh, her nor there. She, she be looking out. sleepy. And the, and the low rise jeans. Sleepy. The low rise jeans, the black eyeliner. I feel like that's gonna be my 2020. She's to hire a stylist at this point. No, she, yeah, she need a yeah. better team. I mean, mm. if the things have progressed, like, baby, you she's find such your a legend. girlfriend. 
you know, you you can get a good a good outfit or two, you know. Something, cause whatever she got you, going get on. Get you a pay. Get you get you a pay. Get you a. You know what I'm saying? Get you a dose. Of well, you well see. Here's a, the th- no no no. Here's the thing. You know, Brittany is still very hick ish. Um. Oh, so her having like, I, what, no, I'm just saying, she's she's still you know like her parents and stuff were like known racist. So her mm. getting somebody black on her team, I don't really see that for her. But she's not very hick though, if you honestly think about it. Girl, because, you I see mean, them low rise. She paired up with. Um, she paired up with. She's very hick. She paired up with. That black eyeliner smear is very song. hick. Them them the hair extensions is very hick. Like she's very South country. County. <laughs> no, this is giving uh, she needs, she needs the Boo Hill of Missouri. Not the Boo Hill of Missouri. Unit. <laughs> it's not even giving South County, bitch. It's giving Granite City. Granite oh, City, oh my she, God. She it's it, it, it's giving Granite City. Y'all's not about to drag Leave Brittany alone. It looked like cats climbed up to the top of her head. We're not going to read Brittany Spears like this. You're not going to read her. Yes, girl. This is fresh yarn, girl. Brittany Spears read her fucking self. She's a legend. She's a legend in her own right. Um, I think she paid the way for a lot of... Her legendary stats was revoked. No, you revoke her legendary oh, status. You cannot reverse her legendary status. However, no, I think I think she rightfully, you know, she can have that. But I do not want her to release any more music. Um, Wait, and I what? want her to stay off social media. Why do you don't want her to stay <laughs> off social media? Because of the ill-built picture. And, you know, it's enjoy your children, enjoy your man. Stop wearing them low-rise booty shorts. But here's the thing. How come every episode you try and tell people to stay off social media? Who, me? Yes, you. (laughs) I was just just editing the episode from yesterday. He was like, stay in the house. I don't know what he got going on, but he literally be like, stay stay in the house, stay off the phone. I'm like, damn, what you want people to do? (laughs) Damn. I'm not staying off my phone. You got to have some some magic juju, honey, or or be my nigga to... For me to stay off my phone around you. Do you got that magic juju? I do. I heard. All right, y'all. That was the social media streets. Thank you, D and Vanessa, for hitting us with that on this wonderful episode that the Lord has made. All right, y'all. We're going to roll right into the next segment, which is our Black Business Note from the one and only Jay McCall. Go ahead and get started, man. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about, y'all, is um, the job market right now. Um, it's, a, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. I was, I've been really taking a deep dive in retention and recruiting and talent acquisition um, on, with my personal business. Um, and I can honestly say that it is a employee's market, which means that the employer has to get a little creative when it comes to their office letter, their offer letters, you know what I'm mm. saying? So like there is corporations scrambling right now trying to figure out how to keep good employees because literally people, what they're doing is literally shopping jobs. They will fill out a hundred job applications. They would take as many interviews as possible. They will mm-hmm. get as many offers as possible. And then they will pin the jobs against each other and make the, and take the highest bidder. And Mm -hmm. by everybody having so many different options, shit, it's hard finding good people because they don't even last long. Everybody's job hopping. So 
you know, is definitely one of those opportunities in the job market where if you want to make more money or if you want to get a higher position, fill out the damn job application. Well, the next thing that I want to talk about is Tesla. Um, they were in the news recently because they're, um, they're a head of people, their vice president of people, um, Valerie Walk Walkman, I believe is her name, Workman, I'm sorry. Um, mm -hmm. She stepped down. Um, and that's pretty significant because she is um, a top level executive at Tesla and she just so happened to be a black woman. Oh. Um, and she put forth a lot of work when it comes to di diversity and inclusion at Tesla. And she talked um, a, a lot about diversity and bringing people together and inclusion. Um, and she did a lot of work since her time there in 2018. Um, so Tesla definitely got, got some big shoes to fill. Um, and I'm just really happy that there is a black woman in, in, in making it happen in, in, in corporate America. Cause we don't, you definitely don't see that every single day. Yeah, no, thank you for that tidbit on our black business note, Jay McCall. We appreciate you. All right. So, um, D yes. So since you did not get much talk time, <laughs> See, she always. I feel like you're getting shady. Uh, I'm, not, was, did no, I'm did just saying that like you tone? were late. Did y'all catch the tone? The tone, it was, the delivery. What they call? Oh, the cadence. The cadence of this statement. Uh, I don't even know. It if was using very Charlemagne right, the God of you did not yeah. show up on time. I'm just saying. Well, really. I mean, well, usually I, mean, I, I am. Uh, he sent it as a regular text message, and it's ooh, okay. Oh well, here's the thing. I'm always on time. That's a fact. So. Yeah, so let, 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 you know, cut me a little slack. And you know what? I did say in your defense and in my defense before my you came on, I said, bring it up again. I have to because he didn't hear it. I'm sorry, Jarrell. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, Vanessa, that D is late. It's usually Jarrell that's late. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it now. Y'all know about the double team. <laughs> Somebody told me you like being double team. Oh, you need to mind your business. Oh, was, that, <laughs> was that accurate or was that, did I read that somewhere? Well, next question, Tamika. Well, <laughs> in the famous words of uh, Janet Jackson, ain't nobody bending him over. Please. Uh, Who said that? <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you doing the bending. Oh, 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 so, so you doing the Next question, Tamika. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, Vanessa knows me very well. She knows that, you know, I'm usually very punctual for the most part. I was part. very shocked. Correct. Girl, very shocked. <laughs> I was always talking about how... Because I don't be very well, we shocked. Why are we <laughs> steady bringing this up? Because I, I, I don't be very shocked. Is, I am not I'm, I'm my best behavior today. Oh, with Jeremy in the <laughs> elevator. Y'all pick, picking on me. I don't like this. <laughs> Hold on, wait, because bitch, didn't I say, look, y'all, we don't want nobody to be in the car while they're recording. Exactly. <laughs> yes, like, come on now. All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave you alone, Jarrell. <clears throat> um, All right, try yeah, ready so to get the... You can do the, the intro, and then, you know, I can leave with the first question. Oh, I wonder what song I'm going to put behind this. Okay. Oh, all right. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Yeah. Well, that was safe. Do that again. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Black Tea, the podcast. It's your host, Justice On Demand. I'm here with D. Jarrell and our special guest, Vanessa Frost. It's time to get into our Black business highlight. 
So I want to go ahead and introduce our special guest, the black woman herself, Vanessa Frost. The legend. The legend. Hello. Yeah, kind of claps in the back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on, y'all? Just living the dream. Just living the no, dream. The American dream. Black and breathing, honey. Not the American right. dream. She always says some corny shit. Oh, 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 so shady. But anyway, we're here to talk about Vanessa. Yes, we are. Um, All right. So the first thing I want to get into, because I know Vanessa personally is a friend. Um, a lot of people are familiar with her through the ballroom scene, and now, like you know, through shows and stuff like that. But I'm also with her prevention work and outreach work, so I want to touch on that first. So mm-hmm. tell me how you like got into it, Vanessa. Um, what made you get into it, and where do you see yourself going with it in the future? So I got into it. So okay, for those of you that don't know, I went to HBCU, um, majored in social work, minor in communications. Um, I got into prevention work uh, mainly, uh, pretty much, what was it last year, year and a half ago, when I lost my daughter um, to COVID. And, you know, she was just having some other situations going on that just was like, you know, things that I didn't like for trans women, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just decided to take a, you know, take a stance towards it and um, help other girls because I feel like I am an influential person in the community. Yeah. So I decided to use it for good and not evil. I'll, I'll put it in those terms. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's how I pretty much got into prevention work, and it's been a wrap ever since. Where do you see yourself, like, taking it? Like, do you want to, like, you know, stay where you are, or do you want to, like, maybe do your own thing one day, or, like, you know, where do you see yourself going with it in the near future? <laughs> she said off the call. <laughs> oh. Bitch, that's her. That's Tommy. Boy, it it just connected. You see yourself going blue. (laughs) You are trash. Oh, I'm bitch. I'm sorry. That was funny. I could. uh, Oh my god. (laughs) What do you? What do you see? Because you? Because I'm (laughs) over here like this. Bitch is interviewing. Yes, ma'am. It's given very Whitney versus Wendy, bitch. Okay, she did not want to (laughs) talk. Oh my goodness. Like, it was right after you asked. You don't like my question, huh? <laughs> what do you see yourself taking? taking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. <sighs> Sorry about that, y'all. Everyone wants to call. It's okay. It is. I'm, usually that's my issue. It is yeah. all good. That shit was funny, though. As, <laughs> soon, as, I, as soon as I hang up, it's like literally as soon as I like decline the call. It'll literally kick like, you off, yeah. Kick me off of the sound. Like I'll still yeah. be on, but I wouldn't be able to hear it. Here, yeah. So that's my bad. Um, no, you're fine. Let's get back on track. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So, what's um, my next question, my darling. <laughs> so, um, clearly, you're happy where you are now. But where do you see yourself going uh, with prevention and outreach in the near future? Um, so I'm looking into writing my own grant um, right now. Okay. Actually geared towards like, mainly the trans community. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about including the non-binary spectrum as well. Um, okay. But I'm still a little iffy with that. Okay. Um, however, I do want my own location, and I do want to possibly move cities. 
so I am looking into that and everything. Um, I haven't figured out who I want to work for me just yet, but right. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm definitely looking into it. Um, just based off the strength of like, I feel like every agency here doesn't have the the necessary manpower. I feel like everything is pretty much split up into different agencies, so it kind of yeah. the work kind of gets lost in the shuffle because everybody's fighting for the same names and the same you know what i'm saying so if everybody comes mm-hmm. together i feel like it'll just be like one of those things like oh, okay so we actually can accomplish something if there's not like fifteen thousand agencies going on right. so i'm i want to ask you a question kind of like off the i guess the agenda do you feel like there are more resources for um trans women of other ethnicities versus trans women of color you mean yeah. white girls Major, major, yes, majority, oh, yes. Well, let's they're, not they're definitely be... more privileged than um, trans women of color. Yeah, I would say um, most times trans women of color get lucky through like jobs <laughs> if they do have a job. Like if you're working for Apple, they pay for facial feminization for those that don't know. Really? Um, yeah. So they That's pay for dope. facial feminization. Um, if you're a trans man, they'll pay for your bottom surgery and your top surgery. Um, wow. And yeah, I know a lot of people don't know that, um, as well as a lot of the agencies um, that sponsor, you know, trans women for working for them, they pay for facial feminization as well and SRS. So I mean, there's a lot of oh, other, that's really dope. Yeah, there's a lot of resources for Black trans women. Um, however, they're not uh, utilized as much because trans women people don't see, know. Yeah, people, people, five times out of ten, people don't know, and then the other five is that. You know, they kind of don't want to know in a sense. Yeah. They'd rather they'd rather work for the money, however they, you know, see fit. Rather maybe mm. a sugar daddy, rather it be turning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and doing your a shit. Little, a little one two. A little one two. Or, <laughs> yeah. A little, a little swipe, swipe, pet, pet. Yeah. yeah. Mm. A little rub down. So, unfortunately, that's how the game goes, and yeah, you know, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so beyond everything that we know about you, you know, prevention, outreach, uh, ballroom shows, who is Vanessa? Like, at the end of the day, when you leave the ball, the show, your job, like, who is Vanessa? When I leave the job, I mean, I'm, I'm Vanessa. I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Vanessa at all times. I'm always, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like, Trina, I'm the baddest kid. Period. Um, no, I mean, I'm sweet, I'm loving, um, I'm naturally, I'm an extra extrovert, but um, I could be mainly introvert. Like, I like mm-hmm. to be, like, by myself, like, a lot of the time, and I, I know that doesn't take well with a lot of people. Sometimes they can read wrong, like, I'm being shady, or it is not that. I just be needing to recharge my social battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just be what it is. But I mean, like, like I said, I'm sweet. I'm giving. I'm nurturing. I'm a good friend. I'm a good sister. I'm a good mother. All of that. So yeah. I love that. So Vanessa is a philanthropist. She's out here writing grants. She's a good mother. And you also are uh, a diva of the Grove. So tell us about. Yeah, tell us about that experience. So for everybody who doesn't, uh, excuse me, for everybody who listens to the show who may not be from St. Louis or don't know, you know, how important the Grove is to us or or what it means to be a diva of the Grove. Explain that to us, what that means. Um, So basically, being a diva of the Grove, you are exclusively um, welcomed at a bar home. So Mm -hmm. this is somewhere that I can call home. 
So if someone comes to St. Louis and they want to see me, oh, we know she's going to be at rehab. Mm -hmm. Like, we know she's going to be, you know what I'm saying, at this specific bar because this is, you know, where her picture is. This is where her shows are mainly at. Um, Yeah, that's what it means. I mean, and what it means to me, honestly, you know, Mm -hmm. especially being like a trans woman of color and being that rehab is... um, a, a good majority white. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I feel like it's an eye opener. I feel like I'm I'm breaking down doors, even though there are other, you know, trans women of color on cast and everything like that. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more urban. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I just bring like, you know, a, a certain type of flavor. Flavor. Come on, yeah. flavor. Flavor. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, having, yeah. It's like, it's like having um, the Tabasco, vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> but you okay. add, you add some strawberry ice cream to the mix, and you like, well, girl, yeah. Come okay. on, yeah, we yeah. on top. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? It feels, it feels really, really good to. Um, and there's some people from our. Sorry, Jarrell. It's some people from our generation. <laughs> And who went to school where we went to school who are doing amazing things. And it just feels really good to have seen you blossom and to be seeing you in the space that you're in now. And so I want to take the opportunity, you know, to give you your flowers now and tell you that we love you and we appreciate what you do for the community. And thank you. And um, keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. When is champagne now? That was cute. Oh, I started drinking in the last segment. I cannot. Um, So last question for Vanessa, because I know she's very busy. She has a lot of things to do. Yes, I am at work. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as as a mother and as a former leader of a house, how important is it for you to have a family that supports you in the LGBT QIA plus community. <laughs> right. Let's so, be very I mean, careful with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely have to be very careful with that. Um, so I mean for me, honestly, it's not the family that's given to you, it's the family that you choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, as a member of the LGBTQIA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, community. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I just feel like along your journey, you'll find people that, you know, naturally support you and genuinely want the best for you. And over time, those people accumulate into what you would call a family. And mm-hmm. it is important to have those people and individuals in your life because, I mean, that's your support system. And Definitely. Yeah, for most trans girls, they don't get the support of home. They don't get the support of mother or the support of father. You mm-hmm. know, it's, sometimes it can end in abuse. Like, it's just all different types of ways and you know having that chosen family is very yes, important definitely so before before you leave i want to sneak this in very very quick um as far as the lgbtqia plus community ooh, that's a lot um as a trans woman um because going back to uh the earlier segment uh, on her show t.s madison feels like the T should not be included in LGBTQIA plus because trans is identity and not a sexuality. Do you agree or disagree with that? Oh. Okay. Why you saying that? He's saying that one for last. Yes, 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 yes. Shout out to CS Madison Chow. 
That's a very, very touchy. Oh, why did you yeah. ask me at the beginning? We could have, we could have touched on <laughs> this a little more. It. Okay. Well, I could have, I could have dug in this. Um, Cause she rude. I, <laughs> she rude. Um, you know what? I d- I don't necessarily agree with her. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with her, but I don't necessarily disagree. I'm have to agree. Okay. I, I, agree I'm to disagree. Okay. I'm Switzerland, God dog it. Okay. Switzerland. Okay. Gotcha. Because I mean, there's pros and cons to both. To both. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? And there's different. There's different mindsets in every girl. So yes. you, you just never mm-hmm. know what you're going to get. I mean, mm-hmm. for me personally. I don't look too deep into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I mainly focus on the in, on the individual. As your, yeah, everything is situational. Everything is very situational. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything should be, you know, oh, well, I, I'm this or I'm that or this sexuality, that sexuality. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the times what's going on in today's society, everybody wants to capitalize on their, their god dog on sexuality. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. girl, you're they them. Okay, girl. You're she her. Okay, girl. Like it's just like okay, mm-hmm. you know, back yeah. back in the day in the damn gay community, it gave very much everybody was a she. Everybody Period. was a she. Yes. Everybody Period. was a girl. Everybody is everybody a she. Everybody was girl. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Girl. Miss you thing. know what I'm saying? No matter Pro- pronoun Miss Thing, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and when it came to, you know, the non binary spectrum, I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Um, however, it was back in the day deemed androgynous. Androgynous, mm, like so g- gender queer, one- gender fuck, you know, yes, all those terms. Yes. And yeah, and I feel like everybody kind of like snowballed out of control with all these different labels, and and it kind of just like spiraled into uh, the who's the fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the bad guy for just a quick second. Um, well, that's not nothing new. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think <laughs> okay. that the when it comes to the um our Caucasian brothers and sisters and community, I think that for them to, I guess, make sure people understand things, everything has to have a label. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I just, I believe in people being, you know, gender fluid or sexually fluid, whatever, like whatever floats your boat, baby, do it. I don't need to label you. I don't need you to label yourself to me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you present yourself as a female, I'm going to respectfully use, you know, female pronouns. If you present yourself to me as a male, I'm going to, re- you know, use male, you pronouns. male pronouns. Now, mm-hmm. the non-binary, as a 29-year-old gay man, um, mm-hmm. the shit is a little, you know, it's a little confusing. But if yeah. you if you if I use the wrong pronouns for you and you correct me, oh, I'm going to respect what they them, their mm-hmm. though whatever. Like I'm going to use all of that. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely agree. Like the non-binary thing is just still a, a little new for I feel like people that are our age and older. Yes, because it's just for like, sure. Like I said, it's confusing the community mm-hmm. and everybody. Because what the fuck is a they them there? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Okay, sorry. Irritate, sorry, what sorry. irritates me is the fact that um, even though non-binary is under the trans umbrella, mm-hmm. um, it gets looked at as specifically trans, and it's like, well, no, that's something that they came up with, girl. And that's some. That's some. And it's being you know, associated with us. So now you see men on TV 
like, um, I'm sorry, you see them on TV. I had to mm-hmm. the proper, um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you see them on TV, like, uh, what's his name on P Valley? Um, uh, Uncle Cliff. Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford. He's he would be considered a non-binary individual. But see, because a lot sometimes of... you'll see him in his wig with his beard, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. other times you'll see him, you know, with just a low cut and him just being him. But a lot of people that we know of that, uh, I guess, on that spectrum, will always say, "Well, child, you can call me he, him. You can call me she, her, whatever." Mm-hmm. This they them thing is very very new and very confusing to a lot of us who's you know just become so i guess accustomed to saying well child girl whatever everybody like you said everybody was a girl i think it's a it's a generational shift and then it's a culture difference too because within our culture within you know the black queer culture i just don't think that we are so concerned with getting you know all of the verbiage 100 percent right because our girls and our guys are out here dying Mm-hmm. versus you know they have a little bit more of a luxury you know to take mm-hmm. time to focus on those kind of things and this is very community. true I and so that that's kind of my overarching you know idea about mm-hmm. what's going with going on with all of that now i will say as a teacher especially it's super important for me to you know respect whatever space people are in and be able to respect you know the, the pronouns that they prefer yeah. But it is harder to to conceptualize um, because, like I said, we just got other shit to worry about in our community. Yes. And I would rather us focus on, you know, that. suicide rates and Homicide. what's happening in the home to our kids um, than to, you know, to create a new standard for speech. Very much Although so I true. think language is important. But it is. So it's kind of it's a it's a double edged sword. For me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, Man, um, so we super 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 appreciate you stopping by, Vanessa. We want to let you know. Oh, you had we. I know you had a ball because you was about to get right on up on uh, on that segment. <laughs> right. <laughs> about to but, you new gig, yeah. honey. <laughs> we want to let you know that you. Uh, okay, I heard. <laughs> Yeah. D, we want to let you know that you have family over here at Black Teeth the Podcast. You are always welcome to stop by whenever you have anything uh, that you want to let us know. And uh, we just appreciate you coming because what we want to create over here is a space where Black people can tell their Black stories. So we appreciate your story. Definitely. Uh, I guess let everybody know where they can find you on social media, uh, what days you're going to be on the Grove as well. Yeah. Okay, so you can catch me uh, while I'll give my job out first. Um, you can catch me at 4306 Manchester. Uh, we do offer all types of testing and everything of that sort. Um, we do offer counseling as well if you need counseling. Um, as far as rehab is concerned, you can catch me every other Saturday. Show starts at 8. Don't be late. Period. Never a charge. <laughs> Always a party. Okay. Um, and yeah. Oh, shout out to my Instagram. Okay, so I am at Beautiful Distraction. Just Beautiful Distraction. No underscores, no dots, no No, no extra letters, no extra numbers. No extra letters, no extra numbers. (laughs) Straight to the point. (laughs) Okay, period. All right, that was our Black Business Highlight with our very own diva of the growth, Ms. Vanessa Frost. Applause, applause, applause. 
All right, y'all, let's go ahead and wrap the show with the positive note. And the positive note today is create your own happiness. It's our responsibility to create our own happiness. Nobody can do it for you. So go get out there and get yours. Um, thanks for stopping by for Black Sea the podcast. Peace. For more news, social media, culture, and black business highlights, check out Black Tea the Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast.